motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. Where the stars in this piece of shit? I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? I am OG. Oh, look, he's got a billion toys. And I am Pete Monty. I don't do magic, Morty. I do science. One takes brains, the other takes dark eyeliner. I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Beast Legends box set. Floppy wiener, floppy wiener. So I'm starting wiener, to think I should floppy. probably watch Game of Thrones now. Now is when you're... I, I'm starting to get the feeling like I, I should for some reason. Do you want my honest opinion? Yeah. No, no, don't watch it. What? Watch like the first, I don't know, a handful of seasons and then just like... And that's it? Yeah. And then just be like, nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. Watch, watch like, yeah, the first like maybe three, four seasons. Maybe like one of those like YouTube recap videos? Yeah, you don't need Shut up, Will. I know that's a masked insult. You don't, oh, uh, jerk. you don't need, uh, you don't need, you don't need all eight seasons of that, right. of that malarkey. Let's uh, watch one of the YouTube videos. That's all, that's all we gotta do Just today. fast forward through any parts that have brand in it. There we go. <laughs> hey, Big Kev. No, I want oh, him to hi. feel the pain and rage that the rest of us had to feel. Do you see what I did? I adjusted the boom. So that you can see me and the sandwich, according to rumor. I don't know because it's vertical here. I can see both of you. And Oh, well, there we go. Big Kev, welcome to Studio M. This is Studio M. I'm here. I'm in Studio M. I see young Frodo uh, Washburn Cipolletti is joining us as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. I had, a, I had to pick him up. I'm on full dad duty this evening. He's it reading happens. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Ooh. He is, in fact, I dropped the phone. He is, in fact, reading Diary of a Wimpy. He is easily going to be the most interesting thing to me at, uh, at this program tonight. Because <laughs> I haven't seen. And by the way, he's grown like legs. Uh, well, I mean, yes. So he's, he's finally catching he had, up with your side of the family. <laughs> I think true. he had legs before you left him. He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't. His legs were like consistently as tall as his knee to his foot is now. Yeah. Oh, so that he was, was his whole leg. So last you I saw left. him, he was like a tadpole, and then he just kind of. Oh. oh, oh! You you saw the snap. If you're on Instagram, you saw the snap. I'm not gonna lie. Even I kind of got a little scared <laughs> well, on that. I was one. like, "What I do? What I do wrong?" I sit up straight real quick. <laughs> yeah, just just to play it safe. That's right. Don't you forget it, sandwich. You better have a book report prepared. Prepared. Anyway, yeah, so very exciting uh, being live in Studio M. Yeah, man. Yeah, interesting. Nice. You look the same. I, I mean, I, so, in theory, it's nice. I've been hanging out with the sandwich a bit since I've been back. He still looks and the by, same. And by hanging out, I mean he's been driving me around. So nothing has changed. No, he no. had to take me to the tall and fat store because I had no pants. Right. Not just all I had was shorts. Not just one tall and fat store, like four, because you're very picky I mean, and you wanted to shop around. And, do you uh, feel like you need pants, is, though? 
It's still pretty you, you, warm. You know what? When I first got here, yeah. I felt like I needed pants. Uh huh. Now I think he's going to have to take me back so that I can get another pair of shorts because I only brought one pair. Yeah, I mean, it's still... it's still. And, it, uh, and for the record, sir, I was not picky about the pants. I was picky about the hoodie, which I also thought I would need, which I as yet do not need. Yeah. Does, the, does the loose fit fit me better? I don't know. I think I like the classic. I don't know. How does it look on my legs? I don't know. This episode, this this, episode, this, episode again. this this all happened. I, I don't. I know he's mocking me, but that's it's really what I, he's all I had. He's all I had. Do you have the Levi's? Yeah, Bobby Bacala was all I had. Uh, <laughs> oh, good, make your jokes, OJ. Go there ahead. you go. And uh, I set that one up. What? I'm Uncle June now. It's the big casino, Tony. Listen, oh. if you listen to a guy who calls himself Dumbledore, <laughs> that, that Dumbledore, you deserve everything that you get. Dumbledore. You deserve everything you, you get. You don't have any idea how excited I am for the end of this program. <laughs> Sandwich, just make sure you check behind, oh, look over your shoulder if you go to any train stores, just to play it safe now. At this <laughs> that's <moment>. fair. <laughs> that's fair. That's how Bobby Bacala bought it. Yeah, yeah that's very true. They closed the one right near my house, so I'm okay. Oh, good. So you're good for now. Tony's Train Town. There you go. That down yeah. there in Cedar Grove, New Jersey. Shows all right, so all let's go. Place. So welcome to episode five fifty nine. Um, we're just gonna uh, for now. Welcome back, Kev. Oh, seems kind no. of appropriate, right? Sure. That's what I'm typing in here right now because I had that ready to <laughs> I'm go. Typing it in right now, <laughs> right beforehand. Uh, we should note that uh, before we get started with all the fun stuff that we have today, uh, we need to talk about a few a few things. A oh, few okay. things, as always. Uh, first of all, we have that lovely Patreon, folks. That's right. That we can uh, that you can be a part of to help us out on this glorious show, uh, Mr. Sandwich. Why don't you talk to talk to the good people about it? So, uh, Patreon is one of the many ways you can support us here at uh, Big Kev's Geek Stuff. You got the one dollar tier where you get your access to the Discord and all the fun and things that ensue there. At the $3 tree, you get the early bird special and you get to get the shows a little bit early. Five of the bonus round, you get all the fun bonus content featuring vintage episodes and other bonus shows we do. And 10, you get access to Instagram and see us live. You sound very excited. And what would the uh, URL be? I'm just trying to decide what that voice is. Yeah, that's what I'm trying what to What is that? I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of like I need, need an adult kind of uh, voice right there. It sounds like he won. Uh, it sounds like he won the Emmy for for best uh, reality series. I'm just amazed that he learned to read in a week. Oh wow! True. Oh gee, with the meanness. Not wrong. <laughs> Sorry. What's the URL Long there, uh, Sandwich? www.patreon.com. Is there a third W in there? Or is it just www? The, the <laughs> third one's silent. Forward slash. Because, is it is it 2019? Yeah. Do we still say WWW in 2019 or do we abandon that like seven or eight years ago? I'm just checking for the older listeners. <laughs> most it's of nostalgia us, is what this episode is about. Abandoned it. Right. Okay. All right. Most. Good. All right. I'm just checking. I want to make sure that we're on the same page. Forward slash BK Geek Stuff. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, and more importantly, we also have the Begathon. Now, if he had gone HTTP <laughs> colon slash slash. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been probably. That's how Fred Flintstone got on the interweb. <laughs> Begathon, man. So if you go to uh, BigKevsGeekStuff.com, you can find our lovely little PayPal link. Like I said before, beautiful lady, classy girl. One, you bring home to your mother. Or if you don't want to commit to that, I understand, you know, it's 2019. You can go to BigKevsGeekStuff at gmail.com and send us the money direct through PayPal. 
Yes. Right? And what the what, no, it's good. What it's the Begathon does you're, you're getting there. We what the Begathon does is we just gotta is, work on you not sounding dumb? How do how do I put this? Uh gay. <laughs> just we just gotta work on that. That's all. Take it take it down a notch. I'm you still a little excited. You got it, you got it. Alright, listen. Here, here's what we're doing here. The Begathon is not that there's anything wrong with being gay, I'm just putting that out there. Okay. <laughs> it's our yearly uh Thank you for covering yourself on that one. <laughs> cover yeah, for donations to get us on the road to New York Comic Con. And <laughs> Which what, is next week. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Short road. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, because we will uh, we will definitely be there. Do we have a booth number ready to so go? So, it's, it's odd. If you go to the website, um, we're there. We're we are listed. listed. We are listed. Um, if you hover over our name, it doesn't have a booth number there. However, I believe that we are booth 1061 is what I've been led to Aww. believe. I wish we were 1066. Yeah. We could have fun with that. Yeah, no, I believe we're 1061. You know the significance of 1066? Uh, no. Battle of Hastings. Oh. First time a bow was used in modern combat. There you go. Say. Nerd. You know, during the Battle of Hastings, um, they said HTTP colon <laughs> backslash backslash. That's how they uploaded their pictures. Yeah. The more you know. Uh, so that will definitely be helping us out. Anybody who wants to uh, be part of the Begathon, we would appreciate it. It helps with a lot of the little stuff, uh, which requires uh, us heading over there. That could be going through the tunnels. That can be dealing with parking, um, helping us out with some of the logistics like uh, internet, the power lines over there. Um, you know, every every odd little odds and end really uh, add up after a while, especially for anyone who's just uh, gone into New York for a day. You can just imagine how things uh, pile up. So... Any help will be much appreciated, and um, yeah, we'll just be a-okay in our hearts and our books. Thank you to the fine folks who have already contributed to this year's Begathon. You're all greatly appreciated and mostly loved. Mostly loved. They're definitely loved. Mostly loved. Okay, fine. Mostly loved. Depends. Wait, is that dog in here? Yeah, the dog's here, Kev. Yes. So the, the, the dog that you've been playing with for hours and who you secretly love. That's, there's, first of all, that's just two lies on top of I, I merely threw the ball away so that he would go away from me. Yeah, but then you were playing with him, asking him to sit. It was quite adorable. Was OJ, you missed it. It was sit. nice. Sandwich finally also, had a break. I also and asked then, him to leave. And then and then Sandwich admitted that uh, to, Rocky will be the uh, the mascot of the show. He uh, conceded. I never, I, never said that. I relinquished my... Uh, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. I, I actually my sent home. a video to a friend in Hawaii, mm-hmm. and I literally tagged it, not the mascot. <laughs> so there. That's okay. Uh, when you go back to Hawaii, he'll definitely be the mascot. Uh, but until then, we have a show going on. Um, oh, how different. Yeah, you know. Uh, I figure we should lead off maybe with the Emmys. Uh, did anybody get a chance to watch the 71st Emmys this year? I did. <laughs> oh, no. I watched it the next day on Hulu. The whole thing or just yeah, the recap? the whole thing. Oh. Well, you're probably the only person at this table. I probably am. Probably... And let me tell you, uh, nothing. Missed nothing. So, Game of... Thrones and that show Fleabag, Fleabag won everything. Yeah, pretty much. What the hell's Fleabag? And uh, what was it? And Black uh, Mirror won for Bandersnatch. That's yeah, that's true. It did. Uh, Fleabag is a show on Amazon Prime, uh-huh. but it's it's an adult show, so you probably um, Shit's Creek won, which is a definite positive what, that what should have. Didn't it? No. Oh, oh, are only the highlighted ones the winners? Yes. yes. Oh, my apologies. I missed. No, I Fleabag won in comedy series. It, oh, okay. It beat, it beat everything, including Veep. Veep yeah. was Veep got destroyed, mm. and Julia Louis Dreyfus did not win her record-breaking Emmy. Oh well. 
Um, and it actually went to Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who is the star of the Fleabag program. It does make me want to check out uh, Chernobyl because that one, and I wanted to check that out anyway. So that kind of just reminded me to say. Black Mirror Bandersnatch beat the Deadwood movie, which I still haven't watched yet. I just realized. Actually, I realized that when I was watching the Emmys. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so uh, Game of Thrones, I think, is the most um, awarded, I think, Emmy award winning show ever, isn't it? I think so. I think so. Um, you think it's well? You think it's well deserved, though. Sure. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, just, just if you didn't like the last season regarding the story, fine. But you know, the fact you can't deny the fact that it was amazingly produced. You know, amazingly all around well performed, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, I think it, I think it was well. I think it deserved to win. All right. Okay. Sam, would you get a chance to? Uh Check it out at all? I didn't even know the Emmys were happening. <laughs> so, no, I did not do you get know, a chance. Do you know what the Emmys are? It's like the Oscars for TV shows. Well put. Okay, yeah. we'll take that. Mm, that's, that's legit. Uh, Breaking Bad actor confirms return for El Camino. Um, is that actor Aaron Paul? Because what was the confirmation? The trailer? Because <laughs> we knew he was doing this seven months ago, didn't we? I don't really follow Breaking Bad news because I, I still have never seen a single episode I, I of the show. You, you're the one uh, sandwich yeah. who's all about it. So, so they confirmed uh, someone else, not <laughs> Jesse, for the show. Oh, they did. Yes, but you mean Aaron Paul? Well, I, I use the character's name. Oh, okay. I forgot his act. I forgot Matt, the actor's Aaron name. Paul. Matt Jones as Badger and Charles Baker as Skinny Pete are also returning. Cool. <laughs> were they? Were they uh, big? People like were they pivotal? Not really. They were like cool side characters, maybe. So is it more? It's more fan service than anything yeah. else. Well, th- I think that Thin Banks also confirmed that he will return as Mike Erman Trout. That's the big one, if yeah. anything. I, I mean, so they dropped the trailer today too. I don't know if that's in the prep sheet here. And what I liked about the trailer they is they dropped it during the Emmys. Well, I saw it on YouTube. They well, I'm just saying that's when. Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't. That's I, fine. Oh, go ahead. Um, and what I liked about the trailer is they showed you nothing about the story, which I appreciate because I feel like a lot of trailers now, I can watch the trailer and say, okay, I don't have to go to the theaters for that because I just watched the whole movie. What, what I liked about this is I, I knew nothing about the story, but it gave me just enough to want to go watch it on Netflix. So Suicide Squad was exactly like that. After you watched the trailer, you were like, I don't need to see any more of this because any more of it is just going to ruin it. That was like the best trailer ever. ever. We, all, we all hope that that was the entire film and <laughs> that was a short movie. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe there's some breaks in between, but, yeah. you know, that was it. Um, the trailer I thought was really interesting. It's basically he's just in an El Camino listening to the radio describing the massacre that I believe happens at the end yeah. of the, the mm-hmm. series. So that was, yeah, it was really interesting. I like I what it looks like. I got how many? There were what four seasons of that? Five, five, four, five. If I can go through uh, Sopranos recently, like I did, I can. Uh, I think I can get through. I did too. I just finished the night before I came here. As a matter of fact, did it, I think I did two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Um, still good. I still think Tony dies at the end. I still gotta finish that one. I don't. I don't know. Tony. I, and you do make a compelling argument. We were talking about earlier, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that he dies at the end. Do you think he dies at the end? I do think he dies at the end. Yeah. 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 I'm looking forward to the prequel. Yes. That I think is going to be really exciting. But they changed the name, right? It's not the Saints of Nork anymore or whatever it was. Yeah, I don't know. I've, they did, I think they changed it. I don't remember what they changed it to, though. Either way, I, I still want to watch. They had the, the one flashback episode when they were, at the Asbury, when they were on uh, the Asbury Park 
boardwalk. Mm. I think it was supposed to be maybe like 10 years before like the season started, uh, or the first season started, I should say. And uh, it made me want to know more about it. Yeah. Just that episode alone. Well, uh, Gandolfini's son is playing young Tony Soprano. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is really exciting. And who, didn't we talk about this? Other names that yeah, were Yeah, uh, Bernthal was part of it. Bernthal and uh, what's his I name? I can't too? remember who else. Who's Bernthal? Young Polly Walnuts? No, I don't think I'm they said sure. who anybody is oh. yet. Um, I no. can see him as a young Polly Walnuts. I don't know. I don't know that I can see him as that. I don't think he's. When ta- I wonder if he'll be enough. Tony's father. That is could junior? be. No, 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 no. Junior Johnny, was his uncle. Johnny Soprano. Oh, yeah. it was Johnny. Yeah, that yeah. actually, I could see if they grew his hair out. Yeah, yeah I could totally see yeah. that. Uh, no, uh, Ray Liotta. Was he? I heard Ray Liotta was going to be in it. Oh. Hmm? And I don't know who the hell he's going to be because he's too old to be a young anyone. No, that's yeah. very true. And he looks old. Maybe he's junior. He looks old. No, he's, he's, he's too young to be a junior. He's too. He looks too old now to be a young anyone. Okay. I don't know if he's. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen Ray Liotta in anything recently, so I have to see how. Uh, how. Uh, if how you he just looks. Google, oh no, he just did. He did a commercial for something real, like a drug or a tobacco product. I I I quit smoking because I used the product. Whatever he said. Oh yeah, yeah. I recall now something like that. I totally remember. Uh, I think it was even like a spoof in uh, like on SNL or something like that too. Um, but I need as to far look back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. <laughs> <Ba-na-na-na>, da, da, <laughs> That's all right. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, this is definitely, I think, in you used the to uh, slice the garlic with a razor. Slice it very thin; it would disappear in the pan. I always get very hungry. Good system. I always, always get hungry watching that scene. Uh, the Batman Jonah Hill eyed for a secret role opposite Robert Pattinson. So we know it's not Alfred. So, I mean, let's be honest. How many roles is Jonah Hill going to play? He's either... He's, he's one of two characters. Can we just be straight up honest? He's one of two characters. He's either Bullock or he's the fucking Penguin. See? And I think he's... I think they're going to stay away from Penguin, in my opinion, because I think it's been done and it's sort of... I think it's too fresh with the TV oh, yeah. show. Well, it's been done. Who hasn't been done? I understand. So that's why I think maybe they'll go with someone who hasn't been done. I think he would be a great Clayface. I think you'd be great. Well, here's the thing. I also asked uh, the good folks in the Discord because, Sandwich, how much uh, does it cost for Patreon to get uh, folks into the Discord? A singular dollar. A buck. And it's the best deal you're going to get for a dollar. So we had on a box, say, uh, the Penguin. uh, And in parentheses, he says, and no, Kev, I'm not calling in today. Uh, we also have uh, Sandwich Now you mentioned in, him, you know what that means. He's here, so that doesn't matter. Uh, Rich Levels Up says The Riddler. And, uh, Will's no Trash, way they do him as The Riddler. This is, I think, my favorite response. Uh, Will's Trash said The Scarecrow because it's not as if he's a stranger to chemical experimentations. Um, and I kind of just like, I just okay. like, I do like the reasoning for that one, but. Okay. Uh, my question is, are they signing a fat Jonah Hill or skinny Jonah Hill for the role? I don't know what he is at the moment. I do not follow him on the ground. How about, how about he's just Jonah Hill? How about no. you stop judging him? But I would like to see no. Clayface now that uh, OG mentioned that. I, I think, think Clayface be... is a good choice. I, it's certainly an interesting choice. I think Condiment King would be... Condiment King is too ridiculous. They're never going to do Condiment King. You shut up. I'm just saying. I mean, put I, I, Condiment King in the DC universe, sir. He, please. Oh, oh, it's ridiculous now to, to think that Condiment King might show up in a DC movie? 
Nothing is too ridiculous. All right. I'm just saying. Speaking of ridiculous in D.C., I actually watched Shazam on the plane out. Yeah, I did. did. Yeah, I told you. I liked it. I, I liked it too. It's I, funny. I wish they cut out uh, the scene. Um, I guess we can talk spoilers for the movie. It's been out plenty of times. Yeah. Uh, I wish they actually took out the because I thought the movie was like a smidgen long. And the, I'm being the, like the I'm, family scene. Yeah, like the well, the, when he met his mother. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I and I'm, this may be picky because I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was really, really good. I want to see the next one when that comes out. Um, and what's his name did great as uh, Shazam. It's the other kid though. It's the it's. I'm telling you, it's the same kid who was in it. Yeah, you know he played that. Eddie and young Eddie in mm-hmm. it. That kid is really really funny. Yeah, is. the little the cripple little cripple kid. Yeah. He's funny. He was very funny. I think he was great in the movie. And uh, I just wish they took out the thing with uh, the mother. I thought that was a bit too much. Mm. Uh, but otherwise, I thought it was a great film. Well, I guess we're just gonna have to wait and find out who Jonah Hill's gonna play. We are gonna. There's news um, from Hollywood Reporter that uh, Jeffrey Wright will be, be will be playing Commissioner Gordon. See, I'm fine with that. I think he's great for Gordon. I, I don't. I don't have a problem except the obvious racial flip. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I for Gordon, it, it, I don't. I don't know that it impacts that character that much. I'm I'm fine with it. I think he's a great actor. I think he looks. Like a commissioner. What was he in? Um, he was in Westworld. Everything. Um, is probably Basquiat. the most recent thing that you know is Westworld. Basquiat. Um, okay. Yeah. He's been in a ton of things. If you look at his face, you'll be like, oh yeah, that guy's in sure. everything. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind that they flip the character. I mean, I'm not as invested into Batman like uh, um, Kev is here. Um, well, in, but, in truth, sir, it's the Joker I'm invested in. Batman's kind of the side. He's piece. just he's a side piece. Well, because. We really want to get into this. Our ubiquitous clandestine informant mm-hmm. and I met today, mm-hmm. rather by accident, in the street. And that informant told me that the um, there's such a big buzz about the movie. Now they're deciding about should they do sequels. Of course. Instead of bringing them in. Oh, you mean just doing individual sequels to just that one movie? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Which I think is stupid. Of course, you, it, you don't yeah, think they have a. Are they? This my so, question to him was, okay, so what are you going to do? You can continue to do the, the you know, the, the Batman movies, but you're not going to have him in them, you know. And he's like, well, you know, it's you know, there's a lot. And I go, I go, but you know, yin and yang, sir, yin and yang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't see. I just don't see if it is as magnificent as everyone says it is. I do not see how they keep him out. I don't I, see it. I, I don't necessarily disagree with you. Or they have to reinvent the wheel again. So does it and sound, do him again? So it sounds like they're taking this as a movie by movie basis. I think of trying yeah, to. I guess, but the, pro, the projections long-term. on that the movie we're referring referring to the projections are huge. Yeah, maybe they should be, but uh, you know, it's also like Taxi Driver and. Uh, you know, like a whole bunch of films from the 70s. It's that noir. I mean, it's that kind of, you know, crazy characters. It's kind of all those mm-hmm. things rolled up with this character. And, you know, anyway, Disney Plus pre-orders available now ahead of November launch. Yeah. I know some people who have signed up for it already. I am not one of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, because pretty much they flat out have said that if you want to wait, if you want to bundle it, we got to wait. So bundle it with what? With Hulu. Hulu. Okay. And I have Hulu already. Um, it doesn't make sense for me to jump on this and not bundle it yeah. because I'm going to keep Hulu. 
So what I don't understand is why not release a price model? Because they know what the price model is gonna be for Hulu already, because they announced it. Why not just release the pre-order for that as well? It seems kind of stupid to me, but it is what it is. But I'm gonna wait. I mean, I don't know. It's, it is what it is, it, it, but it's open if yeah. you wanna sign up for it. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they also give you the option to um, upgrade your subscription at the same time. Yeah, they um, might. I, I, I don't know how that's going to work. So but even, one, even if you get something for $70 a year, maybe they'll say, okay, for, and I'm just throwing a number out there, for $100 a year, now you can do this. Right. But one of the, I mean, one of the things I read flat out said, and according to sources, Disney has said, if you want to bundle it, we'll just wait. So maybe they're going to still put up some sort of pre-order prior to official launch. I don't know, but I'm not, I'm not going to jump on it. It doesn't make sense for me to jump on it until I see what the bundle is going to be like. But anyway. No, I mean, and if you think about it, so what does the, for $70 a year versus seven bucks, so what is that, like $5.20 maybe? So um, it's, it's worth it if you wanted to go month to month, if you if someone wanted to do it for, you know. Yeah, well, you save, right you now. save what? You save almost 12 bucks, right? Something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean look, so it's a savings, oh, no, especially sure. when we're talking about how expensive all these streaming services are when you combine them with all the other streaming services that you're a part of. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, it's it's a savings. No, no, but, true, true, but I'm just thinking this. But you know, no, if I you get wanted it. to get it for like a month or two and then cancel it and then right. wait for them to, to relaunch just right. so you can check out some of these shows. Because uh, I feel like we might want to talk about them on this this lovely program. Probably. So I feel like it, for some people, it may be worth it for. Probably. Sure. Um, also, sticking with Disney, uh, so uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger, he came out with a uh, book uh, earlier this week, his memoir, uh, The Ride of a Lifetime, mm -hmm. uh, lessons he learned over the 15 years as uh, the CEO of Walt Disney. Uh, he came out, I believe it was Monday, uh, and in it, a bunch of different uh, parts about acquiring Marvel, Star Wars, and in it, uh, he talked about how uh, Star Wars creator George Lucas uh, felt upset and betrayed uh, when told that the uh, sequel trilogy will not follow his point plots. Let me tell you who I'm tired of hearing from oh, when it comes to please Star do. Wars. George Lucas and Mark Hamill. George Lucas sold that and that was the end of it. Yeah. If he wanted to still be part of it, he shouldn't have sold it. He this sold is, it and he walked away from it. This is pretty funny. This is pretty <clears throat> funny in that in the article it says that um, you know that Bob Iger and the other two big wigs at Disney were like, we read the outlines that he provided for the, the next three movies yeah. and we had to buy them. And so we bought them with the understanding that we were not contractually obligated to follow them. So it's kind of like, they were like, yeah, no, these are good. We'll buy these. Yeah. yeah. And then they were like, go fuck yourself. We're going to yeah. do it our way. Yeah, well, but I mean, look, it's their pro it's their property. They have the right to treat it and nurture it the way they want to. Whether or not you like it is another story, no, but it, they bought it for an exorbitant amount of money. And quite honestly, sorry, George, you had it for a long time. Yeah. And, yeah. and on top of it, I think it's important to realize that this is uh, somewhere around like a 300 page book and this could probably be a very small yeah, section be, of that whole book. Two that, paragraphs. That everyone yeah. is just super analyzing that, that yeah. part because I mean, the reason he uh, he kept staying he kept staying on as CEO was the fact that um, Disney kept making all these big major moves. Um, I don't know how much longer he's going to be at the helm there. I right. know he uh, resigned from the board of Apple uh, because of uh, the fact that they're going into that streaming service. Um, so yeah, I mean I think it's just part of his um, part of his history. It is what it which is, is what George it is Bob. Uh, I will Mark. say this much as a, a side note to that uh, in uh, for Netflix um, today it's not in the prep sheet um, but a lot of analysts from um, some financial companies 
are lowering their expectations for like their earnings and everything like that because they're expecting them to get just crushed with the fact that the streaming service is going to be expanding so much and outside for Netflix what you know they don't have much to fall back on in terms of revenue they have just their streaming yeah. where Disney has the parks Apple has their actual products and everything the- Amazon has everything uh, so there's a, there there is a lot of concern coming up now for uh, Netflix. Netflix stuff. strayed too far from its core model. It built up this library and this uh, this library of content. It abandoned a bunch of it. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like, well, well, why are we not doing well? Well, I mean, perhaps go back and look at the last couple of years of your decisions corporately, mm-hmm. and you will see why you are not doing well. Now, granted. I'm sure Netflix is being slowly pinched out by a lot of these companies that are looking to launch their a la carte services. That's not helping. But I kind of feel like Netflix has shot themselves in the foot over and over again. Um, I don't think they'll go away. No. But I think they'll have to change their model yet again to try to compete. I do think that uh, maybe time for them to switch out their CEO. Yeah, Reed, maybe. Hays- Reed Hastings has been there for quite a long time. Yeah. And uh, I think they need to be innovative and they need to uh, try something fresh and new. And uh, this is just, uh, this might be a reason for him to switch out. So just my, my two bits there. Yes. Right there. Yes. Um, sticking with Netflix though, uh, Neil Gaiman in a Reddit uh, AMA session, which I don't really get how Reddit works. Uh, Neil Gaiman promises that the Netflix Sandman series is going to be remaining faithful to the comics. Uh, I, I still don't understand. Like you guys are pretty confident in this series. Um, it's not that I'm not confident in Sandman. I just think that's a very tricky thing to try to adapt from a comic to um, to a show. Yeah, you know, and I would I would be agreeing with you, except for the fact that it seems that these these days they can adapt anything. You know, we we just had uh, what's his other show called Parade of Cox? No, uh, American Gods. There you go. Uh, you know, like we we we've had that program. Uh, we we just had. Um, Good Omens, which I thought was fantastically translated. I loved Good Omens. Um, so what would be the reason that we wouldn't be able to do Sandman? I just feel like based on the, the content and I don't want to say a bizarre story, but a very kind of out there story, uh, it's just going to be very tough and expensive. Uh, I think expensive is a key word here to try to adapt. It's not, and not to say that Good Omens would, it was inexpensive or, or American Gods by any stretch, uh, but I just... I am cautiously optimistic is what I'm trying to say. I think. It's, it's right for you to be cautiously optimistic about any translation from a book because it doesn't always work out, does it? Very true. So there you go. I will say I did. Um, I don't remember if I mentioned it last week uh, or on the bonus show, but I did uh, check out uh, Man Seeking Woman FXX show, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, holy shit, was that funny? Just 10 episodes, half hour comedy. If someone wants a good laugh and an original take on like... Uh, um, I don't even want to say romantic comedies because it's so out there. It's definitely oh, worth it's checking out. Oh, it's so freaking good. Um, and we're checking out. Um, oh, gee, this might be something for, uh, for you here. Uh, this is going to bring him right back. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the whimpers of an OG right I'm there. I'm just reading and it's just my, my butthole's puckering. Oh, <laughs> oh that's lovely. Uh, the CW is developing an Arrow spinoff series starring Catherine McNamara, Katie Cassidy, and so, Julia... Harkavy. Mia Smoke is whose child? Um, is I, I'm guess, Well, it, it, this says it's set in a future Star City. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's the child of Felicity and Oliver. 
um, as yet another. No. Splinterverse? No. Another what? <laughs> no, nah, nah, no. What? Not my arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not my arrow. <laughs> Should be no one's arrow. Katie. Well, they're all called, the, the show's called The Canaries, though. Of, of course yes. it is. Of course it is. I mean, you're not going to check it out? No, not even a little bit. He's, I wish people could see the anger in OG's not, eyes. Listen to me. Like, listen there's to me. nothing that would make me watch this. Listen to me. He's totally going to watch it. <laughs> no, I'm not. Whatever he says now, he's tuning in for the premiere. Nope. Just to see how bad it is. I've like abandoned. I've abandoned that entire universe, and I have no interest in dipping my toes back in that fetid pool. You're gonna watch the crossover series, though. I. Or does that not so, count when you say it like that? I I might check out the crossover this winter only because I am interested to see how they bring in all the multiple Superman. Because there's gonna be like three or four of them, so that that might be an exception. But overall, I have no interest in this series at all. Zero interest. All right. I, I haven't had an interest in this show or any of those shows in a really long time. And here's the thing. For the crossovers, if they're doing it like the way they used to, they had a pretty solid uh, recap for yeah. for all the, the different shows and everything. So does so, Wikipedia. I'll be good. True, true. <laughs> We're just saying for 30 seconds, you can just I, yeah. watch it right there. I think, I think that they're just trying to get every TV version of a DC hero just crammed into this program I think is great now Tom Welling as well yeah like that's pretty cool I, if they get that guy what's his name Gerard whatever that did Superboy in the you know early 90s that would be pretty funny yeah. look it's I mean it's he's super old again I, I like the approach that they're taking but you know if they got Tom Welling why wouldn't they get the guy that played Arrow on Smallville also this is this is I think this is ballsy for eight years, Arrow has stood on the shoulders of Smallville. Simply put, there would be no Arrow and no Arrowverse without it. So when we first started talking about Crisis on Infinite Earths, our first, second, and third priorities were getting Tom to reprise his iconic role as Clark Kent. To say that we're thrilled would be a Superman-sized understatement. I, I don't know that I... I don't know that I agree with that. I don't think Arrow stood on Smallville. I mean, Smallville did very well, but it was gone. Was it was gone quite a bit before Arrow started? A couple of years. Well, yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, and it was. I mean, it was around for eight, nine seasons. It ten, did. It, ten it, it was that long. Wow. Yeah, two thousand one yeah. to two thousand eleven. I didn't even realize it. Yeah, I knew it was. I, I knew it was a good chunk. Uh, I mean, I will say that it was. Uh, Smallville did introduce Superman and those characters to a whole new generation uh, of kids. Um, and what were you, what was your take on it, you guys? Because I mean, I was fine with it. I mean, it was one of those kind of uh, I don't want to say cheesy well, CW shows, but I mean, I think for for the time it came out and and all that, I thought it was pretty good for what it was. Well, I'm pretty sure uh, OG has the Green Arrow figure from that series. So. From which series? Smallville. Smallville. I do Green have. Arrow. I do have it. So that was actually where I thought they jumped the shark, is where they tried to ham hand the Justice League into that series. My opinion. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they all looked terrible. I mean, they also the had Doomsday at that time. Yeah, so. but they were de- they were terrible. I mean, they just they just tried too hard. I thought the simplicity of the show, the <clears throat> simplicity of the idea, and the fact that we wouldn't really get to see him become Superman, I thought was what was great about that show. And the fact is, they they abandoned it in the last really the last two seasons. My opinion. I mean, either way, I think it's cool. I know um, it was. I think it came out just before we started recording, actually. Um, Lex Luthor, Michael Rosenbaum from that show isn't going to be there, which I was kind of hoping he was, because um, that would just be a nice little 
little extra fan service there. I liked his Lex Luthor a lot. I thought I enjoyed it. I like. He's actually funny personally. as hell too. If you actually and um and I mentioned because uh, uh, he has a, a podcast where I remember I I pimped it out when he interviewed the guy who played Shazam, whose name I'm totally drawing a blank on right now. Zachary Levy. Yeah, that guy. Um, which was a really good show. I've recommended people to check out. Um, Google debuts mobile game subscription service. Following the launch of Apple Apple subscription game service Apple Arcade last week, Google debuted its own mobile offering on Monday, Google Play Pass. Yeah. So there no you one, go. No one. Sandwich, do you care about something like this? Because I feel like you're more of a gamer than I definitely am. I don't want to speak for anybody else. Uh, if but. you sign up before October 10th, you can receive the introductory rate of $1.99 per month for the first year. Can I really? Wow. <laughs> I am so excited. They have Knights of the Old Republic on there. Ooh, that's interesting. It just sounds Apple cool. don't have that. No, no. Destiny 2, Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, that's actually their next. Google is also gearing up for the launch of its gaming streaming service, Stadia, next month. Stadia will launch November across 14 countries, with more regions to be added in 2020, offering access to numerous AAA games. Such as Destiny 2 and Mortal Kombat 11 through a number of and a number no through the number of exclusive titles on the platform is limited though the number of exclusive titles on the platform is limited. How do you play them? Do you sign up for the service and it goes into your Xbox? I'm not 100 percent sure on this. That's like, weird. Yeah, we need uh, we need Coke Logic to uh, resuscitate his computer and uh, fix everything. So um, should we head a break re- real quick? If you want. Yeah. OG, um, OG are you able break? to stay past the break? I know you got a um, lot of stuff. I probably have to bounce, to be quite honest with you. I'm having a fatherly difficulties. Okay, no problem. Uh, do you want to pimp out your uh, your social media before you go um, uh, real quick? <laughs> just to get that into the show? <laughs> yeah, sure. You just find me Geeks of OG across social media. Um, it's pretty straightforward. But sorry, guys. It's just I'm having a difficult week. I'm on like I'm juggling multiple duties this week. That is not a garbage can. (laughs) He said duty. (laughs) All right. Um, With that big calf, the brown bag up there. See it? The first brown bag. Just throw it in there. The first one. Either one works, buddy. We're guiding Frodo here. It happens. And with that, uh, we will bid fond farewell to OG uh, for this week's episode. <laughs> Sorry, guys. And we will watch him steam out of his ears as yeah. he walks out of the building this evening. And we will take our break, our first and only break, and we'll be right back with Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 559, something about me. I don't know. Welcome back, me. Something. <laughs> there you go. Hey, this is Judah Friedlander, the world champion from 30 Rock and Stand Up, and you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff, because you're a winner. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space.
And we are back. Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 559. Welcome back, Kev. Hi. Oh, I should Hi. have headphones. Headphones, headphones are, are quite I'm helpful. sorry, I didn't know. That's all right. You sound like you've done almost 600 fucking episodes of it at this point. You know? We've done... I would think we have done more. Because, because although we number the episodes as they appear online, there were mm-hmm. a number of serious... Uh, XM and XM satellite radio episodes. Geek stuff after dark. That were not numbered. Uh, yeah, they were. They were all after dark. Well, there you go. And also, there was. Um, well, no, I think some of the ones that we did for Fantastic's TV channel, I think, were kind of repeats of stuff that we had already done. I don't remember honestly, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure we've done more than six hundred. Yeah, well, you should know to put your fucking headphones on. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't paying uh, attention. Uh, you just heard a lovely sponsor, Build an X-Wing. Um, Kev, why don't you talk to us about Build an X-Wing? I have no idea what this product is. Mr. <laughs> Sandwich? Build X-Wing is the, uh, is it monthly? It's a monthly. Oh, is it? I believe it's a monthly subscription. You send some money to a place that I'm not familiar with because they put me on the spot like this. Uh, <laughs> All right. Kev? I'm going to take over before you ruin the sponsorship. Uh, this is This is the... Next, in a series of fantastic products where you build uh, the the model uh, uh, or, or what have you. It began with buildmillenniumfalcon.com and it uh, then went into buildr2d2.com. Both were fantastic, uh, fr- fantastic uh, pieces. And uh, what, what, what is that dog doing on Instagram? Showing how Sandwich is acknowledging that he likes the Rocky, that's all. Great. So I'll move on with the show. Uh, and uh, and this is the next one and, and possibly the greatest one uh, because this is your 118th scale X-Wing, fully realized, fully uh, scaled X-Wing craft. Uh, now, what makes this significant is that 118th scale. That is the scale for action figures and never before have action figure collectors in the three and three quarter range had an actual scaled version of the X-Wing. It's, it's amazing in that regard. Uh, you want to get it, uh, you want to get the deluxe version because you get a lot of extra things with the deluxe version. You get a bunch of static figures. Those are like Hummels that your grandmother collected. Of course. Um, you get Luke Skywalker as a pilot. You get, I think, maybe another pilot, one of those people movers, like a guy with the, you know, the, the, the wands, you know, like ground crew. Yeah, you also the, get, the ones you see at the airport. Yeah, yeah. And you get that little people mover vehicle that they have. There's also some, some ground lights as well and some other things. Really, really excellent piece. But this is uh, fully realized. It's got lights and sound and action. The the X, the wings, you know, open and, and, and close. And uh, R2 is there as well. I think there's some things that go on with him with regards to lights and sound and movement and things. So, um, yeah, you're definitely going to want to check it out. This is one of those things. And I know this is uh, Sandwich's favorite part. This is one of those things you see at a convention and you're like, wow, that is probably thousands of dollars. And I will never own such a thing unless I hit the lottery. Well, you have hit the lottery right now because you can get in on Build X-Wing over at buildxwing.com and uh, you'll get a little bit of it each month and you'll slowly, you'll build it, you'll put it together, it'll be your own. And when you're done, you will have one of those things that you see at all these conventions that you're like, I'll never have it, but now you have it. And again, a phone number for that as well as 877-544-4677. Seven nine, and again, just to emphasize for someone who does not uh, care for the Star Wars, 
Uh, it is a great gift. It is also a great gift for someone if you wanted to uh, hook somebody up um, with a nice, like, kind of year-long gift. If you wanted to do something like that, it is a absolutely fantastic product that uh, even I can appreciate, even as a non-Star oh, Wars person. Even so, you, even wow. the Monty. Um, the, now you're the Monty. You got the, in studio, the sandwich. In studio the M, Monty. That's how it works, baby. That's how it works. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, we have uh, some product uh, to well, talk about. Well, what we've lost, you know. Oh, you want to go there? Okay. We've lost OG. We, true, true, true. Um, uh, young Frodo was a little rambunctious this evening, mm-hmm. not focusing on his studies. I'm not going to lie. I kind of thought we were talking about uh, Sid Haig there for a second as you were oh, no. You were starting that off. Cares. No one cares about Sid Haig. Oh, come I on. never heard of Sid Haig before like seven years ago. You know, seriously. I mean, nothing. I, I got nothing wrong with the guy and all that. He was a zombie. Uh, he worked with Rob Zombie on House of a Thousand Corpses, The Devil's Rejects, and so on and so forth. But guess what? Name a film he did. You know, before those. We need that cricket sound. Uh, Hello? sound going on Hello? right now. Yeah. Hello. Anyone? I'm just saying. I thought that's where the conversation uh, was going. He starred in director Jack Hill's black exploitation films during the 60s and 70s and were later regarded as feminist works, including Spider Baby, Coffee, and Foxy Brown. So um, he starred opposite Pam Greer in many of Hill's films. As who, though? Was he like the bad guy? I don't even know. And he did a lot of TV, Gunsmoke, Get Smart, Charlie's Angels, and The A-Team. Uh, oh, and also... Uh, he was in Jason of Star Command. That I did not know. And I actually remember his character, Dragos, from that. That's pretty funny. Um, he, he worked in uh, dozens of films and TV shows throughout his career, including... He also worked on THX 1138. That I didn't know. That's George Lucas's film that preceded Star Wars. Um, Point Break, Beyond Atlantis. I wonder if he's in the original Point Break. And if so, who the hell was he? Uh, Beyond Atlantis, Diamonds Are Forever. He did a Bond film? Good for him. I don't yeah. think I knew that. Night of the Living Dead 3D and Quentin Tarantino's Jackie Brown. Of course he was in Jackie Brown because Jackie Brown is basically a black exploitation movie like Foxy Brown, but Jackie Brown. He also can be seen in Kill Bill Volume 2, the crappier of the two Kill Bill movies. <laughs> so there you go. I still liked it. I thought it was a good movie. Just, what? Kill Bill Volume 2. I, it was okay, but the first one volume was one's so, Volume 1. The first one is like fucking perfect. I oh, mean, yeah. it's a just a great revenge flick. Absolutely. It fell apart in Act 2, I thought. Eh. I don't know. Just That's my opinion. It's your own. One yeah. opinion. Yeah. Just one. All right. Well, we do have some products today that we want to talk about. Um, let's hold off uh, for a second on your thing, Sandwich, because your thing is much cooler and it's just a nicer way to end the show. Well, it is, just to call it what it is. Uh, I want to just talk about two comic books really quickly. Um, the first one is, because it's been kind of topical lately, uh, is the Spider-Man issue that came out uh, that involved J.J. Uh, Abrams and his son Henry Abrams on. Uh, it dropped this past week. Um, a lot of was a lot of uh, advertisements was going on for this. There was a lot of pimping this book out between uh, videos from Marvel, posters uh, that were sent to shops, a whole, whole bunch of stuff. Uh, and man, was the book just barely okay as it was like the more like it kind of settled in because i mentioned it quickly on the uh the bonus show which you can get for a lovely donation at uh over at patreon it was such an okay book such a disappointing book uh if you are on the fence about this wait till it goes on sale if you happen to have the um 
the because this is an elsewhere else world book. If you happen to have uh, the what if book about uh, what if uh, what if Peter Parker and Mary Jane had a, a daughter, get that. They had a daughter. Well, in continuity, in continuity, and yes, then they but killed this, it. Yeah, well, in in the what if it was what if the the, the kid stayed around. Uh, and, oh, and that book was a lot better. Was her name May? Parker? I believe it was. Something like that? Yeah, yeah I believe it was. Uh, which came out, I want to say that was like a late 90s book right there. Uh, but that was, that was a good book. I this, remember that one. This, uh, not so much. Um, kind of predictable right off the bat, too, which is uh, kind of unfortunate. Um, What's so that other thing, yes? The, the other thing, and this is what I want to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you tell me about uh, that. Boom yeah. Studio, from Boom Studios, uh, it's a horror book called Something is Killing the Children. And I'm mentioning this because... I think it's a good chance that not many people heard of this book. Not going to get the kind of advertisement. But this is one of the reasons why I read probably more books that are not from the big two. Uh, because this is just, it was well written. It's uh, some nice uh, artwork. Uh, I like even the, the inking and the, the, uh, the lettering on here. And I want to pick up the second, uh, the second book um, for sure. Uh, next week, I only picked up Spider Man because I was able to get a, a employee discount over at Gotham Comics. You two, calm down, pay attention. Uh, Something is uh, killing the children is a fantastic book. Uh, it makes me want to turn the page every single time and see where the story is going. Uh, definitely worth picking up the book if anyone is able to get it uh, at their local uh, comic book shops, which obviously I am all about. I recommend going to your local stores. Don't concentrate on the comicsology or. Uh, the Barnes and Noble nearly as much. Uh, if Barnes and Noble, I guess, is still a thing. Um, check it out. Absolutely uh, fun, especially kind of going into uh, the Halloween season uh, sooner rather than later. Um, because uh, I'm hoping that this could be something that's, uh, I don't know, just kind of highly collectible and highly fun. Um, kind of like uh, the other story, which I want to talk about maybe next week, is the uh, the story Die, uh, which is a uh, interesting Dungeons and Dragons game, which... Uh, kind of came to life and is kind of hurting a, a group of kids. But a uh, fantastic story, but I want to talk about that later on. How, how many issues, real quick, is Something is Killing Children on? Uh, I think it's going to be five, but I'm not 100% sure cool. on that. So don't hold me to it. But um, do, 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 yeah, it's something I will. Well, you know what, Sandwich? I'll tell you this much. If uh, you subscribe to this lovely podcast, like I know you do, uh, I will be talking about it for probably quite a while. And also on some more stuff on the bonus show. Uh, which is a fun little perk that people get for um, some weekend podcasting. I used to spend a lot of money weekly on individual comics, and I realized it was killing my wallet slowly, so I've moved to trades. So I, I mean, might wait for trades. There's nothing but wrong with being a trader waiter. There's nothing wrong with that. Nope, uh, I am one. I mean, to be totally honest, sometimes with for some like of these... Two exceptions. In de- except for, like, for some of these uh, long, crazy storylines for some of these things, sometimes they're even easier to follow. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think I consistently buy in terms of ongoing titles. I think I just buy two now and then maybe like a mini series but other than that it's all kind of uh, outside of the marvel dc realm for the most part do you read uh comic books mr sandwich that that are like non-superhero like horror comics or like you know there's a lot of comics that, that are like human being based and things like that i i personally prefer the superhero comics. it's that time of the night we turn on the black light let the dungeons and the dragons begin it's D. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Sandwich. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you there, but uh, it looks like it's now time for our D&D segment, uh, focusing on brand new items that are being brought to us from the fine folks at Wizards of the Coast 
who bring us the brand new fifth edition uh, Dungeons and Dragons books. But since I was so rude to interrupt your answer to that question, I'm going to let you talk about Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus. So what I got in front of me specifically is the special edition cover of the Baldur's Gate Descent into Inver- Avernus. Which it's Avernus. Avernus, Avernus. No, it's not Avernus. Tomato, it's tomato. Avernus. No, it's not tomato, tomato. It's Avernus. Asshole. Avernus. <laughs> That's right. It's my foot is going to descend into your asshole. So. Can I go on. kick upward. Go on. So. No, this is the thing. Let's actually, let's take that for a moment. Let's take that. Now, this, this is a new thing with D&D um, that they're doing sort of the special edition cover books, which on the one hand, I think is really excellent because they happen to be really great covers. This is another really great example. It really a, is. It's got a skull and, a, and an artistic design, which is fine. Kind of has like a matte black uh, look to it as yeah, well. Yeah, it does. And the shiny bits are shiny, which is really cool. I mean, the way that it kind of bounces. Oh, wow. I didn't even see the back one. Oh, yeah. And the back oh, one's that, even. That's real solid. Yeah, the back one is even better. I almost wish the barcode was on the inside. That's the only way to make it like a little sleeker, you know? Yeah. And uh, so they've been doing this now for about a bit over a year, I think. They, they started special editions you know just mm-hmm. about a year ago and uh I, I think they've been doing really well but what's funny is the special editions seem to be much better than the regular versions of the books like the covers and oh absolutely yeah like i mean the one we talked about most recently is eberron mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that cover That's to the special edition is infinitely better than the regular version or at least what they're saying is going to be the regular version. That cover stinks. And that's coming out November? I believe it's November. I mean, but, that's a beautiful looking cover. I, I, I already have my copy reserved for that. Now, uh, Mr. Sandwich, is this an extension of Baldur's Gate? How does that work? Is Baldur's, what is Baldur's Gate? Baldur's Gate is one of the major cities in on the Sword Coast in 5th edition. Okay. So that's in the world. Yes. The D&D world. Okay. D&D world. In a world. <laughs> in a in world. A world. <laughs> um... And this is basically a campaign. You start out in lovely Baldur's Gate. Okay, so it's a, it's a campaign book as opposed to a source book. It's not a source book. I okay. originally thought it was a source book because I don't read. I just buy things with pretty covers. But um, that's a good book. Good, but do that. That's a good point. But it is a full campaign. I looked through it. It's actually pretty awesome. A lot of demons and fun stuff. Uh, as a fledgling DM, I like these books. Even though they can't pay books, because it gives me a lot of ideas I can use and a lot of creatures and loot I can give my. Can uh, oh sure, thank you. Go. Now, is this good for? Because again, like you guys are much more experienced with D and D than I am. Is this something where it's good for like noobs, or is it good for people like? Does it have a level? Veterans? Does it have a level description on it? I didn't see one. I was looking because I couldn't find one. Well, I love the pronunciation guide that's on here. Oh yeah, it probably says. Avernus and not Everns <laughs> or whatever the hell you said. Yeah, that was the one I was talking about. That uh, yeah, the Avern cover up there. It's fucking beautiful. I'm looking to see if, if it says that there's a that that. There's I couldn't a level. find one. I assumed it would be kind it, of. It would be like right in here, I would think. Uh, oh no, here it is. The character should be 13th level or higher. Yeah. So there you go. So you show, so it's a little so bit more. A bit, for, a bit, well, you know what? Probably it probably succeeds whatever the uh, sort of whatever the adventures were in Baldur's Gate, which I assume they put out. Did they put out a, a like a pre? There's something that happens in Baldur's Gate. There's a couple things that go through Baldur's so Gate. So probably what I would imagine is that there is an introductory Baldur's Gate. Let's say it's one through five. 
or one through four. And then there's another, maybe there's another one and it goes from like four to like 10 or something like that. And then what I mean to say is that they probably graduated the Baldur Gate tie in yeah. books to get to this point, which is level 13 forward. So, so maybe for like a, like a veteran like you, Kev, who's been playing forever, uh, who just wants to get a game together and. I would. I don't know that I would. Something. I don't know that I would start with this unless the characters were a bit more advanced, and from from the looks of it, inside with demons and everything else, you know, those those things tend to be very high level things. Mm-hmm. So this, I feel like this is more of a book where if you had a character for like a campaign or two, you'd be using the same character for like a year, yeah, a year or so. This is the one you might end on or get towards the end on. Yeah, well, yeah, but I think I think the reason that they put out these campaign books that go to higher levels, I uh-huh. think is because people are burning through the other campaign books. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And, you know, guys, there are guys that strictly play, you know, like they've played, uh, you know, whatever the previous campaign books, and that's how they're growing their characters. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it makes sense that, you know, the brilliant people at Wizards of the Coast are working on stuff for higher level because that was one of the criticisms of Fifth Edition. I remember right, you saying something about that right too. out. Yeah, is that it was. It seemed to be new character heavy, and when guys got to a certain point, they were homebrewing it or they were doing nothing. Homebrew, of course, is when you're making up your own uh, series of adventures, which is what Mr. Sandwich is doing uh, currently for the first time. Is that right? How's that going? It's, it's good. I, uh, setting, I have my world set up. I had a whole part set up for them to go to this one nation to go save a king. And they didn't. And they went to another, another one, which uh-huh. I didn't plan for. So now I, I'm making them have a two-week adventure to figure out what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good dick Strand move. Strand right them there. in the woods. You gotta. That's one of the hardest things about DMing, though, is is how do you guide them to go in the direction that you want them to go? And a book like this, you know, does does help with that because they do have ways with which in which you can refocus your characters. So something like a. Um, a book like this that focuses on a singular sort of series of adventures. Now, back in the day, this would have been a module, but this would have probably been three or four modules by the size of it. It's a beautiful book. Yeah, it really is. Full color illustrations on the inside, all kinds of maps and that kind of thing. I love the maps. I want to bring out this map here, but I will not. Is that a folded in map? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, that's great. You even got like the fonts in the background. Oh, yeah. This is fantastic. This is a really fun looking They really, really have been knocking those books out of the park. Forty nine ninety five is going to be the retail on those, and that's pretty typical for today's uh, D&D books. But honestly, for as many pages and as much adventure as you're going to get out of that, if you based it on old module pricing mm-hmm. adjusted for inflation, it's probably about the same. But the quality is infinitely better. It, it is nice, though, because uh, it feels like we, at least once a month, not once a month maybe, but we're always hearing about uh, beginner sets that are coming out. Uh, in some capacity, like we, uh, I know they're doing like a Rick and Morty D and D. I know they did the, yeah. the Netflix uh, Stranger, Stranger Things D and D. So when there are the veteran stuff, uh, things like this that came uh, are coming out, uh, you know, it's nice to just kind of recognize right. them and point them out for what they are. Uh, and speaking of which, uh, the first issue of the Rick and Morty D and D Volume Two 
uh, came out. They're yeah. Be, they're begin- I think that's going to be another four-issue series. Uh, I just picked it up. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. But uh, Let's talk about another thing that uh, they've been that old Wizards has been doing uh, now for the last couple of years with fifth edition is they've been putting out these supplemental materials mm-hmm. for the for the things like uh, for for example for this book this is probably the, this is probably one of the best examples the Dungeons and wow. Dragons Baldur Gate Descent into Avernus Dice and Miscellany Holy crap this looks nice Oh yeah it's beautiful now, o- Oji wanted to make sure that we pointed this out so I'm going to let you know what's in this so you're going to get. 11 dice, two 20s, one 12, two 10s, one D8, one, uh, four D6s, and one D4. Adorable lined dice tray, which also works as part of a two-piece dice box. So you're storing the dice in there, and you can roll them in there. That's important because you know dice go a-flying. Oh, yeah. If you don't have a dice, dice box. trays are secretly the most valuable thing you'll have. For it's D&D. true, especially <laughs> if you if you're using minis, especially. Oh yeah, because you know there'll be some asshole in your game that'll just that's it, just slam just the dice right into <laughs> like the minis. Like they're in Atlantic City playing yeah. the crap. Yeah, game. I know. And then and then the battlefield gets ruined, and I spend five minutes fixing yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, wait, where was I? What square was I on? Shit. Shut up. Just roll the <laughs> dice in the box. Twenty double. This is important and and really interesting. 20 double-sided cards with encounter tables and story content for the Devils and Demons of the Blood War, featuring exclusive art from Mac, uh, Max Dunbar, who I think did a lot of the art for that book. So, Two exclusive cards with bonus Boulder's Gate Descent into Avernus content, Strange Encounters and Trinkets One Finds in Avernus. So there you go. Those are both interesting things. Do you have this? You probably should get this if you're going to do it. I should. feels like if you have the book, you fold out Fold out color map of Avernish, the hellish setting of Baldur's Gate descent into Avernus, 10.5 by 15.75 for player's use. So that's different than the map that's folded into the book. This is simply a player's map. Which I think so is, is secretly super cool. I think that's like, great because yeah. it's like, all right, here's your map. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. It's, it, when really you give the players more stuff to like actually physically hold yeah, and play and like, with, they yeah, get more and they have into to the reference game. it and things. That's really cool. And a sizing chart for Blood War Demons and Devils, <laughs> which means there must be some size issues uh, going on. There's some big things I saw in the back at some of the mods. Yeah, they're ridiculous. Well, the sizing chart will probably help uh, players and DMs alike kind of size them up, if you will. What are you looking? You, you I'm looking for one of the big things in the backpack. It's probably yeah. I went too far. Went, oh, oh yeah, that's a big thing. It looks like a big. It looks like what if the dune sandworm was a pig? That's kind of what that looks like to me. It's not bad. <laughs> What's it called? Does it have a name? Uh, I'm not. <laughs> Crocatectoic. Is that what it is? Yes. Does it say humongous for size? Maybe it's in the pronunciation in the front of the book. Does it say anything about size here? I will figure that out. Yeah, it looks fine. huge. Yeah. <laughs> If that's what it is, yeah, it does look huge. Either so. way, for the book, for the dice set, um, what would you say the dice set was? 25 24.95. 24.95, yeah, which uh, with, for all that content, that's including a, a dice box and a dice tray, yeah, 24.95, wow. I so mean, that, that looks like it's worth checking it out. And the dice are also, OG said the dice set was better than the book. That Which says I thought a, was really funny. That says a lot. No, the dice are really nice. Did you see the dice? Yeah, I did. He showed me. Uh, uh, sandwich showed me on his phone. Yeah, the dice themselves are actually really, really cool. I really like how they're putting out these special cover books with this just beautiful art. Because the last, the Ghost of Saltmarsh cover, is amazing. It's literally just 
beautiful. I have that one too. Maybe I'll bring it next I time. See if there's a. Um, it is so just amazing. There's any kind of like tabletop uh, conventions going on over here just to see. Because uh, one thing I have been looking into is get a nice dice box set for some of the stuff that I have uh, or storage for some of the minis that I have. If only we were going to a convention that probably had those things for sale. They're going to have pops. They're going to have lines and lines of pops. And well, they, they have t-shirts. other things besides right. pops. Yeah, that's a bit good. But, 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 come on. Let me see. Who, who, who are those dice people? The luxury dice people? You remember them? What the hell are they oh, called? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you I have to do them. the demo at the luxury dice uh, booth or whatever you want to call it. Well, we'll have time. When we, Didn't uh, they have like steel dice or wasn't that They had $700 set dice. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's ridiculous. No, no but for like $40 uh, dice. It is, they had like tungsten dice. Like you had, they called the table breaker. I said that much. <laughs> um, but overall, total buy. Would you, would you say so, Sandwich? Absolutely. It's D&D. Warriors that terrify. It's D&D. That, that actually scared me for like half a second because I didn't know what that was coming You're from. You're a fragile, fragile thing. <laughs> he is. Yeah, you are. He quite, is. Quite fragile. Um, I thought he was going to tear up. He's a little, little tear. Uh, I am hearing the wrap-up music, though, going on. I, I don't right hear now. it. It's, I, it's there. Now, there's no excuse now because I'm sitting in the room with You're, you. The connection going into yeah. the mixer just made. Is that what it is? Yeah, totally, oh. totally. Oh, old man. Um, <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, 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 Bobby, watch oh, out there. Yeah. Watch out, Bobby. He's coming to the car with me. Yeah, you're screwed. <laughs> yep. Um, Within arm's length. Wow. Ah, you're, you're screwed. Uh, but you can check us out any every week over BigKevsGeekStuff.com. You can uh, download this lovely podcast uh, on iTunes or wherever you get your uh, your podcast. That's uh, Stitcher. And uh, I don't know what the Google uh, version is. I forgot uh, for the Android phones what it's called. You probably should know these things. Yeah, well, you know, I don't. So there's What's Google phones? Um, that, there you go. Uh, you can check us out on the, the Patreon, patreon.com slash BKGeekStuff, where there's tons of lovely tiers. Uh, just the $1 tier just to get into the Discord chat alone is definitely worth it. And sandwich, that Begathon, baby. Oh, that, that wonderful Begathon to help us here at Big Kids Geek Stuff on the road to New York Comic Con. Because you're going to want to see us there. We want to see you there. That's what it comes down to, honestly. We love seeing fans. We love seeing everyone come to the booth, say hi. I'll be yelling and screaming for the entire weekend. There you go. Uh, if Whatever we, saves my voice. For real. Uh, we do need to get what I Because, you know, I'm such an old man. So I probably well, you're going to get sick, and you're going to have a hoarse voice. Are you bringing the megaphone? Do you know? Do you know? Two years ago, do you know about this? Uh, two years ago, you remember two years ago? Yeah. Two years ago, after New York Comic Con, mm-hmm. I went. I I I went to where I was staying, which was not my house at the time, because uh-huh. we sandwich and I and and a third unmentionable party yeah. um, moved me out of my house literally every single night before New York Comic Con. I think and the night after, right on Wednesday, we no, did the last of it, didn't I, we? Did, oh yeah, we did. And then you, and then we had to go right into New York Comic Con. Yeah. We had like an hour, and, and then, then we you, had to go right back hell. in. No, 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 hold on, no, no, oh, you know, oh, it, it gets worse. So <laughs> I was, I was at the Y, you know, doing my exercises, and, uh, and I go, I go into the shower, and I'm just, I've been coughing all day, right? So finally, I'm like, I'm just gonna, you know, like. You know, you feel like you've been like suppressing a cough and you're like, yeah, yeah. all right, I'm alone. Oh, yeah. I'm hacking in up. The, in the solo shower room. It's all me, you know. Peaks and up I'm, the dark. Go on. Yeah. And, uh, and so I'm coughing and I hacked up a clot of blood that I was like, I need to go to the hospital immediately because something is desperately wrong. And I had, uh, what's it called? I had pneumonia, pneumonia and I had it really, really badly. 
like really badly. I had 103 fever by the time I got to the doctor. When you tell stories like that, just make sure you kind of just put a warning out there in case someone's uh, eating Why? while listening to this podcast. So what? I coughed up a little blood. Well, it wasn't a little blood. It was a lot of blood. But the the point is, is that little warning. That was that was my New York Comic Con uh, adventure that year. But last year wasn't so bad because. The sandwich did a lot of the heavy lifting with with regards to the uh, the incredible raffles that we will again the, have the this yellowthon year. the yellowthon the and uh, it's going to be even better this year. Um, Big Kev, what's your uh, social media? I am Big Kev GS on the Superior Xbox Network, where yeah. myself and Young Sandwich, Uncle Eric, and cousin Dave are um, in the Old West trying to bring law and order to an orderless time and place as and then uh, other than that i was more impressed with that than i was in the fact that i have other social media <laughs> which is uh bk geek stuff everywhere else sandwich all right so you can find me on xbox at fat dumbledore and i have an instagram now okay. yes yeah. he yeah. said of an, this was a surprise Son for you bitch. yeah you Ready? can find me on instagram at fat dumbledore <laughs> i'm like there's no way it's gonna be the same thing there's he, no way he picked me up this morning and like the first thing he said to me was I, i'm gonna i can't wait to tell monty my new instagram i honestly thought it was going to be the sandwich for a second that was the taken sandwich underscore oh okay <laughs> so so there you go you can check out uh young sandwich over on instagram at fat dumbledore how are we spelling fat dumbledore fat the way it's normally yes. spelled and dumbledore d-o-m-b-l-e-d-o-r-e Dombledore. It's Dombledore. It's, it's the, how he says it and the look on his face as he's saying it. That <laughs> it's, it's really joy. It really is. There is a joy. You've brought a joy to it. I do what I can. Get this dog uh, out of Monty, where are you? Uh, I am uh, Monty's Mayhem on uh, the Twitter, the Instagram, the Snapchat. Um, I think uh, maybe the YouTubes. Uh, yeah, definitely the YouTubes. Uh, and uh, also on uh, Reddit. <laughs> Will Trash just started following me. There you go. Wow, <laughs> didn't take man, long, did it? Fast. Holy shit. You he's, better get some content up there. You're going to lose followers. Holy and you shit. have only one to lose. <laughs> take a picture of Rocky, the, the show mascot. That's it. Just, just put it up there. And with that big uh, cap. No, no. And oh, bef- uh, before that, I want to send out a special message to uh, our friend Michael Morris, uh, who does a lovely podcast. I think it's called the Cloud City Podcast. Again, you should know. something. I probably should, but I know his wife's podcast, which is uh, Sabres and Spells, I think, is her podcast. You talked about that before. Yeah, and because I listened to her read the phone book because she's just an amazing voice. Anyway, uh, the message is to Michael. Michael, no, uh, we are not rebranding this program Big Kevin the Interns. Excuse me. So that's uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. He sent me a message. Oh, that's nice. Big Kevin, the interns. That is not the way we're rebranding, sir. But you know what? We will have an announcement about that. Uh, not at New York Comic Con, but the week after New York Comic Con, uh, we are going to be making some uh, announcements regarding the rebranding and so on and so forth. It's going to be a slow rollout. We have a lot of things yeah. that we want to do and a lot of things we're going to be changing over. So I want you uh, to watch for changes. This is also a good time for new people to get on board. So we will begin promptly after New York Comic Con. We will begin the Telefriend uh program this year uh, and we will have prizes actual prizes uh, that we will be giving away uh, to people we'll have more details on the telefriend uh, promotion when we uh, when we 
when you hear from us again after New York Comic Con. No show next week because there will be New York Comic Con, but we will be posting things. Yeah, as the show goes on, we'll be posting uh, some uh, mini episodes. Yes, uh, what's going to be happening uh, along with uh, Comic Con every day? Right, assuming nothing uh, craps out, which you know that's quite possible. Sure, uh, on, the, on this program. Yeah, uh, worst case scenario, you just killed us all. There you go. I'm kind of hoping worst case scenario we. Uh, some of the episodes get posted at night, just you know. Maybe we can go live on Instagram. Ooh. Assuming we get a signal, that that In will theory, be that will never uh, happen. Yeah, that's yeah. The, so maybe yeah, outside Javits the Javits Center. Javits, outside the Javits Center, maybe. <laughs> if you go outside the Javits, I don't go out Javits Center. You make it I don't sound have like time. you make it sound. Please, I'm nailed to that booth. Oh yeah, sure oh, yeah, you sure. are. Sure, sure, sure. nailed yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm trying to think. Sandwich, who stay here. More time in the booth last year, me or Sandwich? Me. <laughs> no, no, wow! No, no Not even a thought. <laughs> Sandwich, stay here. I'm gonna go look at this booth for ten hours. Bye. I'm glad. I'm it glad. was never ten hours. There was nine. A spit take right there. We almost missed it. And with that big almost. cat, with that, uh, Mr. Monty and the young sandwich, we will bring this episode of Big Kev's Geeks Up to a close. The way we end some episodes by saying, "Good night, Aaron Eisenberg, wherever you are." And on that note, we cue the music.